In these last days, the Bible predicts a turning away from biblical truth. In order to combat false teachings that are running rampant and a growing lack of biblical literacy, Behold Israel provides weekly public readings of Scripture to equip you with the pure Word of God, read in an international community with interaction and application. Each week, we host different guests from all walks of life. Our original readings can be found on our Behold Israel community channel on YouTube or on our Facebook channel. These are audio versions created to make it convenient for your busy schedule. Now, on to our readings. Hello, happy Thursday evening. Welcome to another episode of Public Reading of Scripture here with us at Behold Israel. My name is Jason Comins. I'm the Administrative Assistant and with me is my good friend and pastor, Matt Moore, here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Matt's the pastor of East Valley Bible Church. It's great to be here with you guys and reading scripture with you and praying. It's great. Absolutely. And we will we will pick up in the epistle of Second John here shortly. And just a reminder to those of you who have joined us before, or if you're new, we always read from the New King James Version. So please, I'll open our time in prayer, but as I do that, please join me in prayer and also take time uh, here momentarily to turn over to Second and Third John is where we're going to pick up this evening and we'll conclude uh, with Jude. So Lord, we, we do thank you for this, just this allotment of time to read your word, to be in your word. Lord, and here it's Thursday evening for us, but it's Friday morning for some. It's, it's earlier in the day on Thursday for others. And so God, the, what we share in common now, though, is... This bond we have as we hear your word, we pray that we'd be unified in it, we'd be encouraged by it, and that as we, whether we're just starting our day or it's coming to its conclusion, that your word would penetrate our hearts and affect the ways uh, we conduct ourselves with the time we have left. So Lord, bless this time, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So Matt's going to kick off this evening over in Second John. Second John. Second John, verse 1, the elder to the elect lady and her children whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth, as we receive commandment from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which you, which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you, and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house, nor greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. Have many things to write, having many things to write to you, I do not wish to do so with paper and ink, but I hope to come to you 
and speak face to face, that our joy may be full. The children of your elect sister greet you. Amen. Amen. And we're going to jump right into 3 John. We're going to jump right into 3 John, continuing on here. The elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, you do faithfully whatever you do for the brethren and for strangers who have borne witness of your love before the church. If you send them forward on their journey in a manner worthy of God, you will do well because they went forth for his name's sake, taking nothing from the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such that we may become fellow workers for the truth. I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have the preeminence among them, does not receive us. Therefore, I come. if I come, I will call to mind his deeds, which he does, prating against us with malicious words. And not content with that, he himself does not receive the brethren and forbids those who wish to, putting them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. Demetrius has a good testimony from all and from the truth itself. And we also bear witness, and you know that our testimony is true. I had many things to write, but I do not wish to write to you with pen and ink. But I hope to see you shortly, and we shall speak face to face. Peace to you, our friends. Greet you. Greet the friends by name. Two short letters, but extremely profound. And I guess what hit me is this Diotrephes has his name recorded now coming up on a couple thousand years. Church history is born, has just borne witness to the fact of the type of person this guy is. And I think it's convicting, but it's also, it's convicting and it's a challenge to also be examining ourselves to see how we conduct ourselves in the church because Right after he describes what Diotrephes is doing, the next thing he says is, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. So he's using this guy as an example of even within the church, and this isn't the only place in scripture, but even within the church, evil can surface. And we have to always be reconforming back to what the word has to say and not even what other people have to say. Yeah. And that's what on the other side is Demetrius has a good testimony from all. And from the truth itself. And I love that theme throughout first John, second John, third John, everywhere you see the separation of here's the truth, here are the lies, which one are you going to build your life on? Um, and Demetrius has a good testimony because he built himself on the truth, on God's word. Absolutely. And as we continue, we're going to conclude our reading this evening. We're going to be over in the book of Jude, three short books, but three powerful letters. Uh, at the same time. So Matt's going to continue in the book of Jude, and I'll finish the book of Jude. Yeah, Jude, verse 1. Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called, sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. 
Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these have given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example of suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these speak evil of whatever they do not know, and whatever they know naturally, like brute beasts in these things, they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the error of Balaam, for profit and perished in the rebellion of Korah. These are spots in your love feasts, while they feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. They are clouds without water, carried about by the winds, late autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, pulled up by the roots raging waves of the sea, foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackest of darkness forever. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also saying, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And on some have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. And I guess if you were to describe how that hits you, just face value, what stands out to you? And the, the word ungodly over and over again, just the sense that even as Jude was wanting to write about a common salvation, 
he looks around at the ungodly world that he's in and, and the, the teachers that are teaching ungodly things and promoting ungodly things that at the heart of it, it's again, my character and my life, is it built on truth and on God? Or is it built on this world and, and things that are going to pass away? Because there's just two options. There's not a third option, not a fourth option. It's do I surrender and submit to God and, and put my faith in him? Or do I simply say, hey, I'm going to do whatever I want? And I think to dovetail that, what stands out to me is a contrast that the person who has an eternal mindset, their their being is set on on what they can do for eternity. Godliness tends to come, I don't want to say natural, but godliness tends to be their pattern. But someone who is focused on self-gain and self-promotion and self-seeking motives and, and instant gratification here, even within the church, they're prone, evil is, surf, is prone to surface more commonly because you're living for this world. You're not living for what God has for you for eternity. And one final thought I had about the book of Jude is there's several citations to things that are not just in the Old Testament. They're super old in the Old Testament. We're talking about Enoch. We're talking about someone that's from 5,000 years ago. We're talking Jude. Cain. Yeah. Cain. Even before him, Cain. Jude, and I think this is so cool because we know how late in the completion of the scriptures, the book of Jude was written quite late. And Jude is reiterating all the truths we already know. He's speaking the same message that was declared throughout the old, from Cain, from Enoch. I mean, he's telling you, Enoch spoke and, and, J, and uh, Jude is still seeing it as a future, as future events. He, he speaks the same, diff, totally different person but he speaks the same language as Paul and talking about not even the garment defiled by the flesh. Paul said, there's not even to be a hint of sexual immorality among you in the church. So they're speaking the same language. And then do you want to close our time in prayer? Yeah, let's do it. Father, thank you so much for the church of your word, that it's consistent from the very beginning to now, and that you never change, that you alone are wise, that you are the one that we can count on. And God, we are grateful that as we, we come to you and as we read your word, that your glory and majesty is still available to us through the person of Jesus, that he has revealed himself and that he has died for us and that he rose again, that he's ascended at the right hand of the Father, and that the gospel is just as true as it was, and we always need it. We always need you. And so, God, we praise you this, morning, this evening, and we, we praise you that we get to be a part of what you're doing. Your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And to those of you who, just an FYI, who had been following, you follow the ministry regularly. And thank you for joining us tonight. If you are new tonight, again, thank you for being with us. We hope you join us weekly. And you can also find this recording over on our Behold Israel community channel on YouTube and Facebook. But if you follow along closely, you know that we had a young adults Bible experience tour in the month of June. Matt and I were the two teachers and leaders for that tour over in Israel. And then our wives came to do ministry support with us as well. So thank you for supporting the young adults. Thank you for praying over us and our time there. Just, I know it's a month late, but it's, I just wanted you to know it was an awesome tour. We saw a great growth in several of the young adults and it was just a great time of bonding for them. And so thank you for supporting our young adults. Thank you for those who generously give to those who generously give to help send young adults to Israel because we see God work in just awesome ways daily when we get to do this over there. Again, thanks for joining us tonight. 
Thanks for partnering with us. We will pick up next Thursday. Have a blessed rest of your day.